Good evening, and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Live, literally, live right now on YouTube and Instagram. Monday, May 8th, 2023. Yep, I am winging this the best way possible. I'm live right now on YouTube and live on Instagram. So, uh, it's it's been a week or and a half or so, and the captain is back. So, I hope everybody's had a great weekend. Um... It's getting close to summertime, graduations around the corner, you know, kids are getting ready to get out for the summertime, uh, just a lot's going on right now in the world, uh, well in America, whatever you want to say. So uh, another chill edition here at the Cabana, but this is the first time going live, so the captain got him a webcam, and uh, we're going to see how this thing rolls, baby. So um, it is Monday night, I actually can see the sunset right now, pretty awesome. So, um, don't really know how this is going to go tonight, but we're just going to kind of wing it, see what happens. Uh, congratulations to Pat McAfee and his wife for their new first, firstborn child. I, I saw that on the week, over the weekend on Instagram. So, uh, congratulations to Pat McAfee and, um, I'm sure he'll, uh, enjoy that very much. And, uh, I think it's a little boy. I'm not, I'm not sure. So, um, anyway, um, we got sport in the sports world right now. We've got uh, the NBA playoffs. We'll do a quick rundown. NBA playoffs right now is uh, let me get there. So we got the Eastern Conference semifinals, Game Four. The Miami Heat lead the series two games to one. Currently, right now in the third quarter, the Heat are ahead of the Knicks, 67-65. So the Miami Heat lead that Eastern Conference semifinals uh, series over the New York Knicks, two games to one. And now it's 70-65 Miami. And later tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, Western Conference semifinals. The Golden State Warriors at the Los Angeles Lakers. Game four, the LA Lakers lead that series two games to one. Uh, tomorrow night, May 9th, we've got the other half of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Game five, series tied two apiece. The Philadelphia 76ers at Boston Celtics, 7.30 Eastern Time. And then later tomorrow night, Western Conference semifinals, the other half. Game five, series tied two apiece. The Phoenix Suns at Denver Nuggets, 10 o'clock Eastern time. I think the NBA, in my opinion, I think they'll do everything they can to rig that stuff, to make that stuff go seven games, to get the revenue. I get it. It's a, it's a business. But sometimes I think they drag that stuff out so much. I mean, I was joking around with somebody the other day. I said, the NBA playoffs, okay, so it starts in April, ends in what, September? <laughs> it just feels like it goes forever. I remember listening to Drake and Zeke back in the day at Rock 103, and they hated the NBA playoffs because they just never, it just felt like it just went on and on. And they just, that's just how it is. So anyway, um, so that's your NBA playoffs right now. We'll go to uh, the National Hockey League. Um, Hockey playoffs have been pretty fun to watch recently. Right now in the first period, we got the Las Vegas Golden Knights tied with the Edmonton Oilers, one apiece. That's game three, series tied 1-1-1. One, one, one. That's the only one tonight. And tomorrow, May the 9th, we've got game four, uh, Carolina Hurricanes at New Jersey Devils. Carolina leads two games to one. That's 7 o'clock Eastern time. And then the other half tomorrow night, game four, Western Conference, Dallas Stars at the Seattle Kraken. Game four, Seattle leads that series two games to one, 9.30 Eastern time. Let loose the Kraken on Dallas. Let the Kraken destroy Joppa. Sorry. <laughs> I know I said that last time. I guess it's annoying. And then we'll end it right here with uh, Major League Baseball. So we've got uh, tonight, bottom of the ninth, Tampa Bay ahead of Baltimore, 3-0. Bottom of the seventh, New York Yankees ahead of Oakland, 5-2. Bottom of the fifth, Cubs and Cardinals are tied at one at Wrigley. Bottom of the fifth, going to the sixth inning, Kansas City ahead of Chicago, White Sox, 4-3. Bottom of six, Brewers lead LA Dodgers, 3-1. And later tonight, about an hour and a half, is the Houston Astros at Anaheim Angels. Texas Rangers at Seattle Mariners. Miami Marlins at Arizona Diamondbacks. Washington Nationals at San Francisco Giants. 
Those are around 9.45 Eastern time tonight. And two final scores. we got the Detroit Tigers defeated Cleveland 6-2. And the Pittsburgh Pirates defeated Colorado 2-0. So there's your Major League Baseball scores. Uh, that's around sports right now. Uh, National Football League, I did read somewhere that the, the schedule pending possibly going to be released Thursday night. So usually it's released before the draft and it's always kind of been the week of the draft or the day before or things like that but now they've changed it up so much so that's that's the word is uh, this coming thursday may 11th that the nfl schedule the 2023 schedule will be released so um we'll see how that goes looking forward to it because i'm going planning on going to vegas this fall and i'm going to try to check out a game out there i don't i may not go to the game but i'm just going to see see what's going on and See how much fun Vegas is with the Raiders. The Raiders. So let's see who we got live. Ah, we got John Jinks joined live on Instagram, future president of the United States. So uh, thank you for joining us, Jinks. You know, John Jinks always thought he'd have a great show if he had his own show uh, or a podcast. Call it Drinks with Jinks. You know, I just think, uh, you know, just get on the air, have some cold ones and just chill and talk about whatever. You want to talk politics? He's good. At, he he knows politics better than I do. So I feel like it'd be a great name for a show: sports and politics, and you know, women, dating, whatever, um, college football, whatever. Drinks with Jinx. He would be, a, you know, get him and Feinbaum together. I'm telling you, they they'd be a, they'd be a genius team right there. Anyway, thank you, John Jinx. Good. Hope hope all is well, man. Oh, excuse me. So, yeah, recently uh, I was in Oxford for Double Decker. Got to see some old friends. Uh, got to check out the town. Been a while. It was crowded. I haven't, I don't remember it being that crowded in a long time. It was actually, to me, I thought it was busier, as busy as a football weekend. Uh, the bars were packed. It was just people all over the place. It rained a little bit on and off, but it was still a fun atmosphere. I was tired. You know, I guess uh, like Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, Riggs and Murtaugh, I'm too old for this shit. So I I went home. <laughs> I took a nap. So, uh, But it was fun to see some old friends and, uh, you know, shoot the breeze with some people and, uh, you know, just get caught up. So uh, my buddy Blackwell, they were out there, uh, you know, cooking some crawfish and it was a good old time. So it was, uh, it was good to see some people I hadn't seen in a while. But um, anyway, that's what's going on. That was, that was, uh, week and a half ago uh graduation's coming up i think this is finals week i'm not sure if graduation is this weekend or next weekend but i'm sure across the country it's within the next two weeks so uh congratulations to all graduates uh i can't believe it's been 20 years for me in college i, I graduated december 2003 and it's coming up so i'm like geez um i did i graduated the same class as eli manning's two-time super bowl quarterback I didn't know him, but I graduated with him. Uh, not like right there with him, but we were in the same class, same you know graduation. Pretty cool. So May of 2004, we actually did the walk. So geez, it's been it's crazy. So um, anyway, let's see here. We've got um, you know, like I said, schools winding down. I don't really have a lot to talk about on the on the cabana tonight. It's been a, it's kind of a chill night. Monday night. I, I had some things come up this weekend. I just didn't get around to it. Uh, I'm um, getting ready for my vacation, which I, I know I've talked about that pretty good bit lately. But um, I'm just excited to be back on here and just shooting the breeze. I'm live on uh, Instagram and YouTube. Looks like it's the first time doing this. So this is like nine minutes going right now on YouTube. Um, my webcam's not the best, but you know, it'll do. So, um, and I'm also. Um, uh, going live on Instagram, so uh, nobody else has joined. That's okay. Uh, maybe uh, see what happens the next 45 minutes or so. Uh, I did. I want to talk about some video games. Uh, talk about summer. You know, like um, going into summer and just things. When you're a kid, you don't really have a lot planned. I was a video game fanatic growing up. I mean, not like a not like a diehard gamer. Not like today. These these kids today. I mean, like they got it made, man. They got the Xbox you know, live or that PlayStation 5, playing online, things like that. Man, we didn't have that growing up. We had the Nintendo. 
And I mean, I'm, I could go back to as far as the Atari and Commodore 64 and all that stuff. I didn't. I was too young for that most of that. But the Nintendo, the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, and this is the Cabana. It's you know we don't know what we're going to talk about from time to time. So here we are. So here we are, video games. So um, growing up, that's all it was: the Nintendo Entertainment System, and then later on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, that's all we ever had. I didn't really care for any other gaming systems. I think I did buy a PlayStation 2 at one time just to see what it was like. Almost bought a PlayStation 3 just because it had a Blu-ray player. And I worked at Best Buy and I just... I was like, why not? You know, But I never did. But um, those, those PlayStation 3s were pretty cool back in the day when they first came out. I was actually working at Best Buy. I was... My first weekend at Best Buy working in a store was... Sunday, November 17th, 2006. And I don't ask me how I remember that. It's, it's, I'm, you know, it's nutcase, right? Yeah. But, um, I, <laughs> the Nintendo Wii came out, hit the stores. I was my first day on the job. I had no clue what was going on with it. Didn't know anything about it. I wasn't really a gamer. I was a movie media guy, home theater guy, uh, before I got into computers, things like that. So I, you know, I tried to help people find the the best movie and other accessories and home theater accessories and uh, things like that. Media, entertainment, um, you know, like good shelves for your for your storage for DVDs. Because back then it was all just discs. You know, the cloud wasn't really available yet. Um, you know, I, I was all about storage and cleanliness and organization and you know, check out my video library, huh? You know, it was like it. I mean, it reminds me of Mel Brooks and Spaceballs when. They're trying to find uh, Lone Star. He opens up that case and all these movies show up. And I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> that would have been cool to have. Here it is, sir. Spaceballs. But um, anyway, so I didn't know anything about the Wii. I didn't know anything about PlayStation. I just knew I had to sell it. So um, that was a big deal. I remember, uh, I remember people would stand in line to get a ticket so they could buy that Nintendo Wii. And they are, we only had certain per, many per store across the country at every Best Buy. I mean, it was just it was such a hot item. And then Mario Kart came out for the Wii, and that was that made it even better. I mean, had the wheel, the game, and I mean, it was just so much fun. But you know, jumping ahead there, uh, let me go back in time to the '80s and um, the Nintendo Entertainment System. I don't remember the first game we ever bought. I, you know, you figured I would, but I don't. But, uh, man, we had a bunch of them. So, um, trying to think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about as many games as possible. But the hardest ones, you know, it was always the hardest ones are the ones that got you to play more. And just, you know, you, you give up your afternoons in the summer. You just want to play, you know, whatever. But, um, man, there were some great times with the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, one of my favorites of all time is Contra. You know, no doubt about that. I'm gonna give me a, I'm gonna do a little rundown here of a list, um, and I'm just pulling out of my memory. So Contra was one of the most fun games. It was based off the arcade game. Excuse me, and um, uh, made by Konami, I think in '87 or '88, and um, just a side-scrolling jungle action game where it's uh, you got to take out the enemy uh, alien uh, alien. Uh, clan and uh, man, that was just—it was so much fun. You had a, a choice of weapons. You had the machine gun. You had the spread gun, laser, the fireball, and just single—you know, machine, uh, single shot machine gun. And um, the best thing about it was the spread, the spread gun. I don't know what it is, but getting that spread gun, and then you get the R. So there was—they were labeled by letters. You get the spread was the S. And then after that, you get the R, which is rapid, repeater. So, man, that spread gun would shoot and shoot. Man, it was just so much fun. Uh, I've got a video out there of me actually beating Contra without losing a life and without using the cheat code. So that, that's uh, always, um, always enjoyed doing that growing up, uh, playing Contra, trying to, you know, a no-death run. That's what they call it. And you should see the guys out there today that post videos on YouTube that, that's all they do are like speed runs and no death runs and how they how they beat these games. I'm like, geez, I mean, these guys. This is what they do for a living. 
it's how they get their they make their money. I'm like, man, that's you got to be committed. I, I think that's amazing, but yeah, I, I don't have that kind of time. So, <laughs> but I'll try to show that video sometime soon. I bet I could post that. But um, anyway, Contra was phenomenal. It was like uh, eight stages, and it was just aliens taking over, and you got to take them out. And awesome game, so much fun. Mike Tyson's Punch Out, probably one of the hardest games out there. Um, several characters, you're little Mac and just small little kid, and you got to take on the biggest and the best. There was uh, Glass Joe, Von Kaiser, uh, Piston Honda. You got uh, Don Flamenco, King Hippo, Great Tiger, uh, Bald Bull. Bald Bull was tough, man. That, that, uh, you fight him twice. You fight Piston Honda twice, too, and Don Flamenco twice. Uh, Bald Bull, man, he get that bull stampede, he'll knock you out. Um, then you had Mr. Sandman, he was tough. Soda Popinski. And then Super Macho Man. Super Macho Man was awesome. That guy was, man, he did that spin punch and wipe you out. And then um, finally you get to Mike Tyson. And, man, I don't know how many times uh, getting to Mike Tyson, you just you can't do it. It was so hard. And he was so fast. And my brothers and I, were just we couldn't do it. And I have to, like, watch videos of how these people beat Mike Tyson's punch out. And they beat it so easily. You know, I'm just like, this is, it's insane. How did they get it so easily? You know, so it was just, it was always frustrating to watch that to where they could just, no problems in order to beat that game. So, <laughs> um, Mike Tyson's punch out, one of the greatest ever. I love that game. Uh, let's see here. Legend of Zelda, always a classic. Uh, the gold cartridge. That was, uh, that was one of the best ones. Um, it still stands out today. I think recently someone bought it auctioned it on eBay or somebody bought it somewhere for like $2 million, $5 million, something like that. Un, unopened, brand, still brand new, sealed in the box and sealed in like a container, a clear container, never played. Brand new, they bought it. I guess they just said this thing's going to be worth something one day. <laughs> I tell you what, I wish we'd have done that. So um, never been opened and somebody bought it for like between two and five million, I know that. But yeah, you're set right there, all for a freaking video game. Uh, unreal. But Zelda set the standard. It was one of the top, besides Super Mario Brothers, one of the one of the greatest like character uh, uh, side scrolling uh, overworld play uh, game, and that was uh, to this day one of the most popular ones ever. So Legend of Zelda, you have like uh, you're in the land of Hyrule. And you're playing um, nine levels. They're hidden throughout, and it's just a cat and mouse. You got to, you know, just a scavenger. You got to find out where everything is. There's, uh, there's like temples and uh, ghosts and goblins and uh, just, just good stuff. You know, it's a fun game, and uh, you have to get different weapons here and there, and you got to find the Triforce, and then you got to save the princess from Ganon. So that's that's pretty much uh, Legend of Zelda. Again, one of the best ever. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, I probably should have mentioned this first, but, you know, everybody knows Mario. So, actually, the recent movie came out, and we'll try to go see that soon. Uh, but Super Mario Brothers, there was uh, several different versions. There was the original Mario Brothers, where, you know, there's Mario and Luigi. They're, uh, you basically, you're playing under Underworld, and you got to stop the turtles and the Goombas and some other stuff. It... it it was based off an old arcade, which, of course, everybody knows Mario from Donkey Kong. But um, it's called the original Mario Brothers, but it wasn't anything like the games we see today or the old Super Mario Brothers. Um, it's like all in the sewers. So we have to check that out sometime, but it's um, not, not as fun as the originals. Then you have Super Mario Brothers itself. It came out in 84, 85, and, man, that was hard, but it was fun. Everybody had it, and then they... Um, it just got harder every level. You had to get, try to jump over that flagpole, you know? <laughs> Never could. But um, you had to beat Bowser, and uh, every time you get to the last level, or you think you're done, it says, sorry, your princess is in another castle. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that was fun. So uh, then they did Super Mario Brothers 2. I remember getting that for Christmas in 88, and that was awesome. Just a totally different vibe. You know, they went a different direction. It was where Mario was uh, in a dream in some dream world and he had to defeat the uh, evil boss called Wart <laughs> and uh, to save the princess just all this weird stuff it was just a it was like a all a dream 
but it was still a fun game. Um, Luigi was the best character on there because he could jump really high. Uh, the princess could float a little bit. So you could choose characters. You could choose Mario, Luigi, the princess, or the toadstool, the, the little toad character, uh, mushroom character. So that was fun. Um, let's see. Nobody else has joined live. Just checking in. But, um, but yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was fun. So that was uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Um, you know, just... Um, the, I say the mid to late 80s always had some, hey, had some really great games. Then you have Super Mario Brothers 3. I remember when it came out, uh, I was probably in fifth grade, visiting my grandmother. And we got the game for Christmas, but we didn't bring our Nintendo. And I was so pissed because I didn't think about it. We were at my grandmother's for a while, and I remember bitching and complaining. And I asked my mom, said, oh, we didn't bring the Nintendo. And, you know, <laughs> it's like my mom's like, I'm sorry. And then the guy says, you know, we can rent, you can rent the Nintendo system. And my mom was like, damn it. <laughs> so we ended up renting it. And um, so it was <laughs> spending more money than they needed to on Christmas, I guess. Yeah. But I remember that. I remember renting a Nintendo just so we could play Super Mario Brothers 3. And that was the best one. In my opinion, the, the best one. Um, there's a bunch of different worlds and they get there. So they're hard. So, um, and that's where um, uh, you can choose Mario Luigi. But, but that's it. You can't uh, play as any of the characters. But it's back to the basics. You've got to defeat Bowser and save the princess, things like that. But each, each world, you have to save the king of that world because they were turned into some type of monster, whatever. So uh, that's Super Mario Bros. 3. Like I said, in my opinion, the best Mario game. Uh, let's see, random other games. Um, and, I, you know, we all, I was saying this the other day, like my buddies, we all had a game we all each, each wanted to play. I think I mentioned this last time in the cabana, but we all had a game we all wanted to play. Everybody had something. I had something. My buddies had, somebody had something, you know, it was just how it was. But I know we had like Mike Tyson's punch out and Zelda uh, or something like that, or uh, Rygar. I'll get to Rygar in a little bit. So, um, but then another friend of mine had Russian attack. Uh, another friend had Castlevania and somebody else had Contra, and then somebody else had Mega Man. So it was always somebody that had a, a particular game everybody wanted to play, and that's just how it was. So uh, anyway, um, other other games, I remember uh, we used to buy games randomly, but I would say Metroid. Metroid is up there as one of the best ones. Super hard and a pain in the ass, but a great game. Um, you're basically you're this uh, space warrior named Samus, and you're in some planet, uh, Brinstar, I think it's called. I don't know how the heck I remember that stuff. But anyway, I guess, hey, my childhood was awesome. So I just, well, you don't have a life and you don't, you don't care when you're a kid. You know, that's how it is. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, called Metroid. And that game was so hard. And the, the, the goal was to defeat the mother brain and uh, to save the planet. But you had to go collect missiles and uh, different weapons. The missiles were your biggest um, biggest attribute, but you had to go around and find uh, different um, different weapons. Like there was one called the screw attack, where you could jump and you flip in midair, but you can kill things in midair. It was really cool. Like your body turns into some type of you know razor sharp um, uh, weapon. It's really cool. Then you had the freeze gun. Then there was the wave gun that you know just it, when you shot it, it made waves. It was it was pretty cool. Um, and then you could turn into a ball and you could roll. That was actually the first weapon you could get. Um, so then you had to be beat two levels, fight these monsters. One's name was Kraid, the other one was Ridley. And they were hard. And uh, you had to get energy tanks because if you run low in energy, it's hard to... It's a game you don't really want to start over because I don't think that... I don't remember if it had a save option or not, but... Anyway, this is this is back in the day before that you could save your games to a memory card or a hard drive or online, whatever. You had to wing it and play it all in one sitting. <laughs> but uh, Metroid, uh, then you got to the Mother Brain, that was even harder. And you just uh, I, I saw a video the other day of how this this one guy beat it, uh, no death. He'd get hit, but no death. And I was just like, man, these guys are just so committed to the Nintendo world and it's just it's incredible how they how they play these games and it's just like it's funny you get older and you when you're a kid you played those games it's like man how'd they do that I remember trying this thing forever you know 
but it never did work out. And so um, Metroid, another classic, um, mid '80s, I think, 1986. Uh, another one of my, um, you know, um, we'll get to some sports games here in a little bit. But one of my own, very underrated game, but one of my favorites, Kid Icarus, based on the Greek um, uh, Greek story of the Icarus, and um, you'd have to just fight through these levels, gain points and experience, and you keep uh, you get these weapons after every uh, level, and all it is is you, you get to the end and fight Medusa. So it was all based on the Greek mythology, but a fun game. But when you get all the all your weapons together, you can fly. So it was pretty cool. So the final uh, level was the best level. You could fly, and you had a, a badass shield and you know uh, unlimited arrows, and then you fight Medusa. But it was actually Nintendo games back in the day had some good music too. Everything was eight bit eight bit technology, and the music was actually really good. So those Nintendo guys know what they're doing. And they just had some good, some good music. So it was always, you can always remember a, you can always remember a song or a, a music playing from a Nintendo game growing up. So uh, everybody remembers, most should remember the robot that came with the Nintendo, and we played Gyromite. That game was, uh, it was hard. It was boring, but it was hard. And but I mean, I say boring, but like it just felt like it would never end. But the music was cool. It was like a little, like Doc Brown. It was like a cartoon video game rendition of Doc Brown from Back to the Future uh, trying to uh, get through the levels and clear clear these uh, obstacles so Gyromite was um, was a fun game to play not one of my favorites but it was fun so um, definitely rambling on here but uh, let's see here so uh, Christmas of 87 we got a ton of Nintendo games for Christmas and I got a bunch of starting lineup action figures too. Man, that was the first time I ever got a Dan Marino figure. And I was well well before I was a Miami Dolphins fan. But I remember uh, that was my first Marino figure. We all we got a bunch of like players. Like, I remember getting New York Jets players. We got John Elway, uh, Joe Montana. They bought everybody. So that was uh, Christmas of 87. All these starting lineup figures. Then we had a ton of Nintendo games we got for Christmas. It was just so awesome. Best Christmas ever when, when, as a kid. Uh, I remember getting that's when we got Mike Tyson's Punch Out. We got the second installment of the Zelda called Legend of Zelda, the second, the two, uh, The Adventure of Link. That was more of a side scrolling, kind of like Contra, Castlevania. Much tougher game. Um, you could jump and um, you could turn into a fairy where, where you could fly, you know, fly through things, fly through walls and keyholes. Uh, and then you could have all this magic spells. So uh, it was a different game, side scrolling, not as popular. But a lot harder and kind of a shorter game but just harder but uh pretty cool i mean um for its time but the original zelda in my opinion is the best one but we got zelda 2 we got um double dribble great sports basketball game um i think it was based on some nba teams i don't really remember but it had the best opening the opening of double dribble when you turn it on it was konami the manufacturer and we hit start it goes double dribble and they would play the national anthem. Dun, 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 dun. And then it was all these people flocking to the stadium to watch the game. And uh, it was just, it was, it was a great, it was a fun game. Double dribble. Um, I remember we got that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, some Asian warrior game called The Legend of Kage. I remember that. It was, uh, this dude could jump so high. But it was kind of, it didn't really have much depth to it. It was uh, side-scrolling, but... Um, you know, didn't think much of it. It was I played it and it was fun, but I don't. It wasn't. I kind of put it to the side. <laughs> but we got Mike Tyson's Punch Out. We played that forever. Uh, Double Dragon. Double Dragon was one of the other ones that was really popular. We got that one. It was hard. Um, you got a, it's just a street fighting game. You know, beat up the bad guys, save the girl. So, Double Dragon. Double Dragon Two was actually a little bit better. I thought. Um, but yeah, it was Double Dragon 2 The Revenge. So yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of, Double Dragon had some good games. Um, Jaws. Oh gosh. We got Jaws on the Nintendo. That game sucked. I mean, it was just, it was based on Jaws The Revenge, the movie that came out in 1987, a terrible sequel. And it was just an awful, awful game. Um, any, any video games that were released by the toy company called LJN, they all sucked. 
I'm not I'm not kidding. There was now they had a few good ones here and there, but most of them were just terrible. They had a Friday the Thirteenth game. Of course, they had Jaws. They had um, oh gosh, uh, Town and Country Surf Design. I mean, you were a gorilla and you're surfing and skateboarding. It was just just some bad games. I mean, it was just it was just awful. So Jaws, based on the movie, but you you know you were in the boat and you kept hitting stuff and it was just like what did I hit? It's just water, you know, and it was just so annoying. But um, anyway, the the ending is always cool to watch when you stab the shark. But um, let's see here. Castlevania, Castlevania 2. A buddy of mine had Castlevania, the first one. It was so hard, so hard. Still is. I'm 44 years old and I can't beat that game. I mean, that's how hard it is. That's how much fun it is. You just you get sucked into it. Um, I didn't have, we didn't have Castlevania, but I had Castlevania 2. Castlevania 2 is a different story uh, where you have to get Dracula's body parts, um, put them back together and bring them back to life and then kill them again. It's just kind of kind of dumb. But great music. You know, the Castlevania has some great music. Um, you know, you get to fight Frankenstein, uh, the Grim Reaper, Medusa. That first Castlevania was just was so much fun. Uh, great side-scrolling game, but uh, just hard as hell. I mean, you get to Dracula, it was just super hard. Um, so I've seen some people beat that game within 20 minutes. I mean, it's just insane. I mean, it'd probably take me 20 hours because I want to... <laughs> I gotta keep playing over and over. <laughs> but um, let's see. Uh, oh, that's, that's Christmas of '87. We had uh, probably got. I'm sure uh, um, Mega Man. Me- Mega Man. We didn't have Mega Man, but a buddy of mine down the street had Mega Man, the first one. That game was awesome. Uh, v- extremely hard, but so much fun. Doctor Willy is the 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 final villain, and you fight these robots that he created. So the first one, you had uh, Iceman, Fireman, Electric Man, uh, Gutsman, uh, and then uh, Bomb Man. And, you know, you just had to beat the robots, and then you, you fight Dr. Willie's castle, and it's just just so hard. It, as hard as Castlevania, so it, it's up there. Um, but it was the first of its kind, so usually the games that are the first of its kind just were impossible to beat. But it just, it kept you playing, you know, and perfection, you know, just, uh, it's just so much fun playing those games, just the memories. But uh, I remember, uh, I've got a couple stories here. So this was, uh, I don't know, spring of 88, maybe, fall of, uh, I may be off on the date, but buddy, my buddies love this story. So I was, uh, we were going to school one day, we are getting ready for school one morning, and we had a, the, the first Nintendo we ever had, the first one we still had it. And we were upstairs in our uh, little, like our playroom or whatever, and game room, and uh, we're playing Rygar. Rygar was based on a uh, arcade game, but and it was based on the like, kind of the Greek gods, the Greek warriors uh, type type uh, game, and it was fun, side scrolling, kind of like Castlevania. You could jump really high, and you had a like a shooting shield, like Captain America, but you know, similar. Anyway, but uh, Rygar did not have... You couldn't save the game. Zelda, you could save the game. Certain games you could. Some you couldn't. But uh, Rygar, you could not save the game. So we were uh, getting ready for school one morning. And I'm, I'm ready for school, but I'm playing Rygar. I was like, okay, I'm going to see how far I can get before you know, we have to ride the bus. And uh, <laughs> I kept playing and I died. And it was time to go. My mom was yelling at me. So we got downstairs. I was like, Mom... Mom, hey, I got the Nintendo on upstairs. You know, don't worry about it. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start over on that the game when I get back. So just, just leave it how it is. You know, if that, and she goes, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I get home. <laughs> the Nintendo's dead. So <laughs> damn thing burned up because I left it on all day. Didn't think about it. I mean, you're a kid. You know, what do you, what do you, what do you think it's, you know, you think it's gonna last forever. You know, but it didn't. So. <laughs> I tell my friends that story, and they still laugh. I mean, that was spring of 88, I think. And uh, my dad was pissed. And he was just like, I'm not buying this shit again. So he, he we bought another one, but he didn't he didn't want it to. He didn't want to. He was so mad. And uh, I think that was our second. We had a second one, and then we had one more after that. So I'd say we had three overall. But um, he was so mad because we just were careless. 
and it was my fault because I, you know, I left the Nintendo damn thing on. But it was just so much fun. I mean, like just to, just when you're a kid, you, like I said, you don't think about it. So anyway, uh, damn you, Rygar. <laughs> I finally beat that game. That was uh, that was a tough one too. Um, you had to get to this castle in the sky. So anyway, um, but it was it was a fun game to, to play. And uh, so that was uh, that was that one. But then another one, summer of. I don't know, maybe 89. Um, <laughs> buddy of mine down the street, John Reagan, he um, he had Mega Man, the first Mega Man. We used to play that a lot, as I mentioned earlier. Mega Man was fun. Well, it, they waited a couple years. They brought out a second one, a very hyped-up game. And we were just like, oh, man, Mega Man 2. This is going to be awesome. So they added more robots, and it was still Dr. Willy. And uh, the, it was just a fun game. Like, it was actually the controls were better. Um way more organized than the first one. Of course, I mean, you get better the second time around, no doubt. So, uh, that that next one, Mega Man 2. I had, um, I had I'd done some work or something for somebody and I saved a little bit of money. My mom says, go get you a video game if you want. And uh, my buddy John Reagan was with me. He goes, come on, man, you gotta get Mega Man 2. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I know. Definitely, definitely. Well, uh, my dumbass had been watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom on HBO recently. And I remember seeing the video game. It just came out, too. And uh, I was just thinking, like, wait, 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 Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Maybe it's like the movie. And John Ray's like, no, don't. Don't. I've heard it sucks. I was like, how do you know? I was like, I just heard. I was like, well, uh, I bought Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It sucked. <laughs> yep, he was right. He was pissed. He didn't talk to me for like a week. And he's like, why didn't you get Mega Man 2, damn it? <laughs> I eventually ended up getting Mega Man 2, but it took a while. Um, but yeah, we uh, I bought Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It was a terrible decision. I hated that game. It was nothing like the movie. The The gameplay was terrible. I mean, just, just awful. Just a, a bad decision, a terrible game, and I paid for it. Literally and figuratively. So, <laughs> But I finally ended up getting Mega Man 2, which was uh, just an awesome sought-after game, and um, still one of my most, my most favorite ones um, to this day. So um, uh, Castlevania 3 came out uh, before we moved to uh, Batesville. That one was the, probably the best one. Um, I mean, Castlevania, the first one's still awesome, but Castlevania 3, it was, uh, the gameplay was a little bit sharper. And like I said, they get better with each one. And, um, but Castlevania 3 was called Dracula's Curse. That one was fun. It was, um, you know, you could play different characters. You could play as Simon. You could play as Alucard, which is Dracula's son. And then this other female, uh, Sypha or something. She was a magician. So, and then there was Grant, the pirate, who could jump really high and cling to the walls and stuff like that. So, so yeah, Castlevania Three was a lot of fun. Um, they did a re-release of Punch-Out, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, but they just called it Punch-Out. So it was the same characters. Except at the very end, you fight. You don't fight Mike Tyson. You fight a white dude named Mr. Dream, who was just as fast as Tyson. It was like a white Mike Tyson. That's what it was. It was so weird. I was like, why did they do this? Did I mean? Did they? What were they thinking? I I, I just I didn't get it. I don't know why they did a a, a white version of Mike Tyson. You know. <laughs> but I mean, it was just the same game, just a reprint and whatever. Um, then they had the second Contra. It's called Super C. Uh, Contra 2, whatever. And it was it was just as fun as the first one, but harder, much harder. And I have beaten that game, too, without losing a life and uh, without using the cheat code. So, yeah, Super C was, it was a lot of fun. Much harder. Much harder sequel than the first one. Um, I got another one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That game was terrible. But it was so much fun. I mean, it would just, it would suck you in. I don't know what it was, but uh, Konami had a spinoff company called Ultra, Ultra Games, and they made some shitty games. And then they had characters in that game. If you, if you ever check out this guy, his name is the Angry Video Game Nerd, and um, pretty, pretty nasty fellow. I mean, like, he'll cuss, he'll say some shit you never heard of, and he said, you remember this when this happened in the TV show and the cartoon and the movie? No, nobody else does. And he was just going off. But it was uh, nothing like the cartoon, nothing like the movie. 
and nothing like you know like the comics nothing it was just a side scrolling then an overworld type play uh, gameplay but it was still fun you know I mean it was just uh, it felt like the it was just you know because you're a kid it's like comic book superheroes it's like Ninja Turtles you know so it was it was fun but super hard but Ultra had some terrible games and they just I think they just tried to make it you know something you know overhyped it really really you know and it just it backfired but it's still a fun game if you uh, go back and check it out uh, there was the Batman Nintendo game based on the movie from 1989 uh, a lot of fun very hard um, but it was it was a fast side-scrolling game so you could uh, you could shoot missiles and uh, lots of different stuff so it was it was fun that, that was a good that was a good game um, I'm trying to think of some random ones here, but uh, I'm uh, oh, sports games, of course. Tecmo Bowl. I know I've kind of neglected some sports games here. Tecmo Bowl. Oh my gosh, can't beat that. Bo Jackson. <laughs> of course, I play the Dolphins, Dan Marino. But uh, they did a Family Guy special. A Family Guy. They actually spoofed it, and their uh, Peter was playing. Um, they were playing Quagmire, and they were all playing uh, Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> Quagmire. That's no fair. You got Bo Jackson. <laughs> he, he was so fast. But uh, the Raiders, Bo Jackson, Tecmo Bowl was a good one. And then Tecmo Super Bowl, the sequel, was just even better. Um, you could actually fumble and make interceptions, so it was pretty cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to think of some more sports games. RBI Baseball. Probably one of the best baseball games on the Nintendo. Uh, you could actually, the, the players are really big and, you know, uh, fat but they could, they, you know, you based off the major league game, you know, teams at that time, and they had the, you could be Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco, and just crush it. I mean, it was just, um, I mean, it was such a fun game. Kind of slow, but it was just a lot of fun. And uh, that, that's one of my favorite, probably a favorite baseball game would be RBI Baseball. And they had two sequels, didn't really do that well. The first one's a classic, never gets old. Uh, let's see here. Um, Metal Gear was pretty cool. I didn't really get into that one that much. Um, it was hard. Uh, my buddy Carter had Russian Attack. That was that was another Konami game, and it was uh, you're side scrolling and you're uh, in enemy territory, and you can you can shoot people with a bazooka or knife them either one. And like I said, everybody had a game. Jonathan, my buddy Jonathan had Castlevania, which is so hard, obviously. Jason, I think he had um, uh, Contra. Or uh, punch out one of the two. We we swapped out a lot, and um, but yeah, everybody had a game we wanted to play. So that's just how it was. Um, you get into the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo came out in uh, 1991. Of course, the first big game was Super Mario World, and so much fun. It was like a movie. Graphics went up to 16-bit. Just much better technology, better visuals, uh, better better effects. You know, all around. Just a it was like a movie. It really was, and um, and it was the, the the system was a little bit different. The old Nintendo, you have to push the you push the game in and push it down. It was like a like a spring, and you push the game in and down and hit the power button, close the lid. Well, there was times everybody knows the times where you felt like the game wasn't working, so you take it out and you, you blow on the inside of the cartridge to clear out any dust and dirt. <laughs> Sometimes the Nintendo would work when you wouldn't press it down, so it was just it was just weird. But uh, the Super Nintendo was a top loader, and you just lock the game in on the top, push the power button, you're ready to roll. Um, Super Mario World was a lot of fun. That was uh, probably my most favorite one. Uh, of course, they did a Zelda game, uh, Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past. That was that was a lot of fun. Awesome graphics. Um, you could actually talk to people and more interaction, um, just more more weapons and uh, more uh, more uh, dungeons and things like that. And you go to fight Ganon again, so it was pretty cool. And then you go between worlds, so it was, that was a lot of fun. Um, another another classic. It's hard, but it's one of my favorites. It's Super Castlevania Four. Um, that one, um, one of the best ones. You could jump. You could use your whip to to uh, hook on to like chandeliers and 
swing around and the the just the, the gameplay was phenomenal. Um, it was hard, but uh, just so much fun. I have almost gotten close to beating that game without losing a life. It is extremely difficult. Um, but yeah, the captain almost did it once, but almost doesn't cut it. You know, uh, close is only horseshoes and hand grenades. So, <laughs> but uh, I, I did. I got pretty close one time, and I just I gave up. It's just so hard, but it, it does keep you coming back. Um, then of course there was um, uh, Contra Three, the Alien Wars. They did for the Super Nintendo. It was more of a top loaded. Uh, top overworld type play and then you uh, do a side scrolling so it, it flip flops here and there uh, a lot of fun uh, Contra 3 and there was different levels like you could uh, you could play an easy mode or you could play a hard mode or difficult mode and that's Super Nintendo introduced that and where you could just you know if you beat it in a difficult mode you get to see different features or different endings something like that uh, another one was Super Mario Kart which, man, that changed everything. Um, I mean, just the racing alone, it was just so much fun. You get to race against Donkey Kong, the Mushroom, Toadstool, uh, Princess, Luigi. There was, uh, you get to, you know, the Koopas, the Bowser, um, I think even Wario, the other one. And, you know, just just different options throughout that game. So Mario Kart was, was so much fun. And it got even better on the Nintendo Wii. So, um Anyway, that's that's um, Super Nintendo. Uh, they did release the Star Wars movies into the a trilogy for the Super Nintendo. Those were fun. Those were really fun. If you if you like Star Wars, I mean, if you're not a Star Wars nut, the games are really cool. So they were based on the movies, uh, the original trilogy. You know, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. So those were really cool. Uh, they did some Mega Man games, Mega Man X. Uh, and one of the, my favorite baseball games was uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball. It was based on the 1993-1994 seasons, and you could actually edit the players' names. You could, you know, if you're the Mariners, you play as Ken Griffey, and you have that entire lineup. And you could play with the Chicago White Sox, which was my team growing up, Frank Thomas. Every team was loaded. They had their own power hitters. I mean, you, you know, just Mark McGuire, if you check him out, he's got muscles. It, it was so cool. Like they, they really made them like really cool animated characters. So that was uh, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Um, let's see here. Tecmo Super Bowl was a good one, where they you know just Tecmo Bowl, but just for the Super Nintendo. Oh, excuse me. That that was fun. Uh, you could play the regular season, sixteen game regular season, like you did in the NFL. Um, very interactive. So that that, that was fun. Uh, trying to think here. I'm going to skip around a little bit, but um, I want to go to some arcade games. Growing up in the arcade, my buddy AJ had that uh, Kaimi, uh, the, 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 the uh, bowling alley, and they had an arcade in there. Um, they had a lot of great games in there. Man. Dig Dug, uh, Rastan. Rastan is, I, I'm into like those warrior games, you know, like with swords Rastan, man, was just like it was like Conan or something. He had a giant sword, and you you have to kill all these um, creatures to get to the castle, and you get all these jewels and you know, points, and you just get to swing around on a rope, and you have this your big giant sword. You could use an axe, you could use a a, a flamethrower, and then when he would jump, he'd be like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> it was cool. Rastan, that's a that's a, a game out of the past, and there was uh, also uh, Empire City was pretty cool. It was like a like a mafia game where you could um, you know um, take out the bad guys from like a sniper type game. Um, oh yeah, speaking of that, sorry, I know this is random, but again, this is what it's all about at the Cabana Entertainment Therapy. Duck Hunt. Everybody loved Duck Hunt. That damn dog, I'm telling you. <laughs> I remember they did a Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt combo. That was fun. So, um, you know, they, uh, Duck Hunt was... Duck Hunt never gets old. But, um, anyway. Uh, I, I know that was kind of random. I pulled that out of my ass, you know, just talking about video games. But, you know, hey, 
I don't really have an agenda. I'm trying to work on different things. We are live here on YouTube, live on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Uh, my mother joined. Okay. Hey, Mom. I mentioned you earlier. So, um, and anyway, good times talking about some old school video games and being summer times. But I was going to say here, you know, if you got kids today and they play video games, stuff like that, I don't have a problem with anything like that. But make, make sure they get outside. Get outside, have some fun. Summertime is the best part of growing up. Um, and you get to, you know, it's, it's time to get out there and get crazy, get dirty. Uh, but nowadays, everybody's got smartphones. It's not the same. Growing up, we didn't have that. We had our bikes and we'd go over to somebody's house and we'd play uh, Nintendo or we go, you know, watch wrestling or something like that. And um, whatever. That's just how it was. But uh, summertime's here. Get your kids out there. Make sure they're having some fun. Get active. Get outdoors. Go swimming. Do some cannonballs. Have some fun, man. That's what summertime. That's what it's all about. So um, that's one thing I wanted to reiterate there. Um, it's a short week for me. Like I said, got vacation coming up. Looking forward to it. Um, I know I don't want to go into detail. I know you've already heard it before. Uh, those that have, that follow me here at the Cabana. So, um, anyway, just, uh, just Monday night, you know, uh, figured I'd get this one in for the week. I'm going to try to, um, go live later in the week when I'm on the road and, um, maybe do a Q and A or something random. Keep me, uh, to, uh, keep me occupied while I'm driving, something like that. We'll see. Um, if you have any comments, please leave a comment. Uh, you could always email me, um, see if we have any interaction on YouTube right now. No, nothing nothing really going on. That's fine. Again, it's the first time doing this, doing it live. But uh, if you want to email me, it's uh, captaincambino at gmail.com. You could also reach me uh, on Instagram at captaincambino. And, of course, the YouTube channel is uh, Captain Cambino's Cabana. So it is summertime. The Cabana is, uh, we are booked up for the summer. No vacancy, because I don't have any rooms, because there's it's a very small cabana. So, <laughs> maybe someday. I got a lot of renovations to do, but uh, <laughs> um, I actually already had planned my next vacation and uh, later this year and next year. So I've already already taken some time off in the system. I've got that ready to roll. Um, gonna gonna have some fun. So we'll uh, you know life's. You only you only hear once. Let's make it, let's make it happen once. Make it happen, Captain. Um, let me see. Let me do a rundown here real quick. I want to say thank you to our troops overseas. God bless you. Thank you all for your servicemen and women for all you do to keep us safe and to um, keep us safe daily so we can do what we love. God bless you. We love you. We support you. Uh, hang in there and uh, never give up. Let's say thank you to our law enforcement, our first responders all the men and women that uh, keep us safe, hang in there, um, never give up, we got your back. And the captain is also a proud supporter of the NRA, and I am a big believer in the Second Amendment, I'll stand by that, and we'll do whatever it takes to fight for it and to fight for the Constitution of the United States of America. So I'm sure you all know that, I'm just going to make that clear. You got to stand for what you believe in. So. No matter what. Um, let's see. Any other news going on? Uh, we've got weddings coming up. Wedding season. It's that time of year. Uh, it's road trip time. So for me. But um, get out there and do something. You know? I mean, you don't have to. It, staying in sucks. You know, there's times where I've, I've had to do that. Where I've, like, I've had to watch my money and I don't want to get crazy and get out of control but you sometimes you just got to stay in and sometimes you're tired you just don't want to do anything but overall get out there and do something you know go um go to nashville for the weekend or something or um if you're in the south you know or if you're in in florida go to the beach enjoy yourself um get a tan um get crazy get a tattoo if you want to i don't care but um, just don't get crazy with it. Um, but um, I don't have any tattoos, just heads up. So uh, I'm like Teen Wolf. Like the, my chest hair and everything suffices for a tan. So I'm good. 
and to add a tattoo. So my, my, my chest hair is my tattoo. So <laughs> TMI. Anyway, read a book, you know? I mean, do something. Uh, get out there, take a road trip. Go see your folks. Go see your brothers. Uh, go see family. Go see some friends. Enjoy it while it lasts. And uh, but just don't don't stay home and do nothing. It's uh, that sucks. We can all everybody can, we can always do that. That's kind of a last resort. But uh, make plans. You know, uh, go to the gun range. Uh, get get your, get your experience in with the, with your with your gun if you're if you're a gun owner. Um, go play uh, top golf. Top golf's a lot of fun. I wish they had one around here. Uh, closest one I know is Nashville. But uh, play top golf. Go uh, um, go to a water water slide park or something. A water park. Uh, let's see. Go to a theme park. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to Warner Brothers Studios this later this year. I'm going to take the tour. So do something fun. Go to the movies. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy three just came out. I heard it was awesome. We we'll try to go check that out before my trip. But they said it was really good. So go see a movie, you know. Um, get some popcorn. Chill. Relax. Uh, don't take things so seriously. Uh, life's too short. But in your job or whatever you do, don't be replaceable. It's very important. So don't don't forget that. Uh, I'm going to wind it down here at the cabana. Uh, Monday night. Um, Monday is not really always my favorite day, but I, I figure... Um, you know, you get it done on a Monday, that's a, you know, more power to you. So, um, graduation's around the corner, school's winding down. Uh, let's see, coming up is my 25th anniversary of high school, when I graduated high school. Uh, it's also the 25th anniversary of Seinfeld. Seinfeld's been off the air 25 years, and it's just such a phenomenal show. Cheers is coming up on his 30th anniversary. I mean, these these awesome TV shows that'll never be duplicated have been they've gone forever, but they're never forgotten. I mean, that's what I mean. You could Cheers and Seinfeld still holds up today. So um, anyway, um, the um, I'm an old school TV guy, so if um, I will I will watch all the old stuff today more than the new stuff. So that's just how I am, but. <laughs> Um, that's pretty much it for this week. I uh, just wanted to talk about some old school video games, summertime, you know, when you, you got things to do and you got more time on your hands and just always, always enjoyed that stuff. So, um, but uh, it is, we're going to wind it down here. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana live on YouTube tonight. First time we've gone live ever. Eh, it may have been kind of crappy, but we'll get there. I don't have the best setup. You know, I'm not Paul Feinbaum here in the studio. Uh, so I've just got my smartphone and my webcam. So having a good time. Uh, I'm going to post this later on. we got it live right now, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm Forgive me for rambling. just excited. Excited about, excited, excited to be here. Excited about the times and... You know, any negativity that's out there that's going on, turn it off. The news, all that shit that's on TV that's driving you nuts, turn it off. Read a book. Read the Bible. You know, trust in God. It's all going to work out, man. It's all going to work out. So, um, you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana live on YouTube for the first time ever. And our second appearance on live on Instagram. Uh, hopefully we'll reach more followers soon, but, you know, just is what it is. We'll see what happens. So, the captain thanks you very much for listening. I'll keep you posted uh, the rest of this week. Um, try to go live on the road trip. That, that'll be the next next edition. So, I, no excuses. I should have time to do that. So, <laughs> Alrighty. It's been a pleasure. Do what you got to do. Make it happen. Let's get this vessel on the starboard track. Whatever that means. This is Captain Cambino's Cabana. Your entertainment therapy. Permission to come aboard. <laughs>